This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com. We are back on Your Tech Report. Thank you guys so much for being with us each and every single week. Mitchell Whitfield in Los Angeles by my side. Thank you, Mark Flalo in Canada. Please go ahead, Montreal. Welcome, yeah, go ahead. Welcoming our good friend Bruce Walker, product evangelist over at TCL. Bruce, it's been a tiring beginning of this year. <laughs> CES 2022. Were you physically? You were physically there, weren't yes, you? Yes, oh, absolutely. I was. I was in Las Vegas for a week. What was it? Before we get started, just yeah. big picture. What was that? Sorry to jump on you earlier. Oh, no, what no. was it like? Because we were talking about what it must have been like to be there. Because a lot, there are a lot of companies that were not there. You guys were there. What was the atmosphere like? What was it like on the floor? The for the people that were there, the atmosphere was jubilant. It's like the people that walk outside rubbing their eyes for the first time and seeing daylight, Bright light. Um, you know, seeing people we hadn't seen in a year or two. Um, it, was, it was a little disheartening, you know, as, as much as I work for TCL, I'm a, I'm a fan of our industry to see a lot of the um, competitors, for lack of a better word, and, and other people in the industry pull out for for obvious reasons. I don't blame them. Um, but, you know, part of my joy in this business is seeing all the cool stuff and to have some of that missing, um, you know, the attendance reported was, you know, you know, less than half what it usually is. You know, we were busy. Las Vegas was great uh, between the, the not to get into the weeds of it, but the, our uh, CTA, CTA, CES, the, the, our, the Consumer Electronics Organization who ran it all, um, yeah. provided tests, safety measures, everything like that. So they they made everybody very comfortable. The city was a little quieter than usual. Um, I was surprised because I'd heard from many people that Las Vegas was just hopping. Um, where during the show, you know, I went out on a Friday night at nine o'clock and got a seat at the bar. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is surprising, but yeah. you know, we, have, we, you know, personally us, we had great attendance. Um, I, I was excited to, to touch and feel and play with, with real stuff coming out this year. That's fun, which I'm sure we're going to get into. Um, so it was a good atmosphere. Um, we had lots of attendance, uh, um, and got to show some really cool stuff in a great city. Yeah, that seems to be the consensus I'm hearing. Um, people saying they got they got more time to spend, more quality yeah. time yep. with the stuff that was there because the attendance was down. Mm-hmm. And, and and the other thing was that there was a lot of moments where people were standing and they were looking around going, wow, no one's bumping into me. And look right. at all this empty space. Right, exactly. <laughs> Well, that, I mean, that it addresses, and this is going to be like a, a sort of bizarre analogy, but it's sort of the Cheesecake Factory menu effect, where every time I go to Cheesecake Factory, I get a great meal, I have a great time, but there's always this enormous meal. I'm thinking, oh, what did I miss? What did I? And it's the same thing with CES. I always yep. have a great time when I'm there, but I always think about the 3,000 things I couldn't see because we were mm-hmm. so, trying to get to the three. Right. So it's nice to actually, you know, be able to spend some time. And I think people must have had a great time with you guys, because one thing we love, and Mark and I didn't even talk about this off the air, uh, you guys have been such a great company, put out such great technology, great UIs, great engineering. And every year we always have that same question. Mark and I always say to each other, and we do, we do this off the air. It's not a joke. What are, what could they possibly do this year? to out? Yeah. And we say this to you, what could you possibly do each year to outdo yourself? So this yeah. year, uh, obviously more technology, more sets. Yeah. What did TCL do this year? So, so my, this is kind of a, a behind the curtain, see the wizard kind of thing that, that, led me to this this impression of TCL. We weren't having people come up to the booth this year and going, TCL, who's that? 
so what was really different this year was the size of our booth was, I'd, I'd have to feel it was 25% bigger. But what I really enjoyed, again, behind the curtains in the past, what we've done is I had a team of representatives or trainers working in the uh, TV area and the audio area. And that was my team. And then there was another team that did mobile, all our cool tablets, our phones. And then there was the appliance end, which they brought people in from China because we didn't really do appliances in the U.S. And the people that came, they, they hired models instead of trainers. So there wasn't really a, a continuity of the brand where this year, uh, for better or for worse, they put me in charge of everybody. Um, so I, you know, I had to I had to teach millennials about washers and dryers, which is always fun to do, and air, con <laughs> air conditioners and all this stuff. Um, but but the the fact that you know I know I've said the phrase vertical integration to you guys a thousand times about that's part of what makes our TV business great to be able to tell that same story on the appliance side, um, and probably half the interviews that I did started on the appliance half of the booth with the. With the whole thing, you know, we know you're big in TVs, but what are you doing in appliances now? And while we're not, you know, we're not going to be Whirlpool or Maytag, you know, next month, um, it's, a, it's a huge area of growth for us, which I'm sure we'll talk about as we get into the nuts and bolts of what we talked about. But that, that was like my overarching thing is just the, the presence as, as a company, not just a TCL TV company, but there was awesome stuff with TVs too. The appliances that TCL is into, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, uh, uh, air conditioners, portable air conditioners, dehumidifiers is there more yep. than that yep we have we just launched a full line of air purifiers okay and we Makes just sense. launched a full line of uh, robot vacuums oh brilliant oh. yeah so and i tell you the robot vacuum is about it it's embarrassing to me that i'll be sitting with my phone with the app open following my robot around as it draws a map of my house for me <laughs> and it shows up on my phone it's like my wife's like what is wrong with you? Dude, that, that's a great Saturday night in the Whitfield house. It, what do you mean it, embarrassing? I think that's a great thing to do. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. And, and then the integration that we have with appliances and that. And then we're also we're looking, um, you know, to get into the to the U.S. later in the year in uh, my, my old, you know, my old used to sell appliances back in the days, major, major, we call major appliances. So we're going to have uh, wine coolers, uh, beverage oh, wow. coolers, uh, some big refrigerators. Uh, we showed uh, cool washers and dryers and so on and so on. Um, so this, yeah, is, this is what happens when you, you, know, you live in a different country. So I'm in Canada, you guys are both in the US, is that you go to the website and it automatically filters you to your country, right? Uh -huh. So if I don't, if I don't intentionally set my browser to look at the US, I lose the robot vacuums, the air purifiers, the uh, you know, everything, the connected home, the Wi-Fi, the mesh yeah. routers. The I mean, it really is quite a quite overwhelming to be perfectly honest from my standpoint. I can't imagine. Yeah, it's, like it's, for you. And, I, and I know our presence up with our, our friends up north is ever increasing. I, I, we just became the number two TV brand in Canada. Not um, surprised. Yeah, I'm not the, surprised. In the last year, so that, um, you know, obviously, you know, being a, pre a strong presence in another company requires a lot of infrastructure, but um, it's certainly um, going to be a great transition for us um, to, to make the presence up there outside of TVs known as well. Wow, look at this. I'm, now, 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 Mark, you have, by the way, it, well, it was actually Bruce, but Mark, I'm actually looking at the website now. The, yeah, the, look at that stuff. the, air, purifi the, the air purifier looks amazing, by the way. Yep, it's smart, smartphone integrated, which is, you know, which is yep. great. Um, wow. Fast cleaning time, beautiful design. Now, let's talk about the design a little bit, because I think yep. this is something when, when a company jumps into a new sector and appliances is a new sector for TCL over the last year or so, mm -hmm. correct? Yep. So, 
there, the, the first thing people are going to look at is, well, and this is just the way we are visual as a people. You look mm-hmm. at some, I don't like the way that looks, even if it's great, even if it performs great, mm-hmm. there has to be an eye-catching design. And I've never seen an air purifier that looks like this. What sort of, what, what went into the design of it? Because this thing looks yeah, beautiful. It, it, it does, it, you know, for, for a lot of uh, <laughs> air purifiers and things like that, it looks like the box it came in. Um, where we decided to do, you know, a, you know, a, a, whatever the engineers came up with a cylindrical design. Yes. I know that what was very important in the forefront of their mind was uh, my I'm become my inner nerd CADRs, the clean air delivery rate, about how efficiently it'll it'll um, go recycle through the air a, through the room. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with with a 360 degree inlet on a cylindrical design, it's very efficient. We can actually do uh, if you put one of those air purifiers in the right size room, you know, size it properly, right. uh, it can do five times an hour uh, exchange wow. air and purify it. So and it looks um, like a fancy home speaker, which is great because now yeah. we like our appliances to look, you know, to yeah. look high tech, which is what we're used to with our, you know, with our smartphones, with our smart speakers. Yep. And this fits into that home. And I'm I'm kind of thinking that's no surprise. Yep. So it integrates well into the smart home. It'd be kind of convenient right? if they actually integrated a speaker into that. Hmm. There you go. Mm. Get a little Bluetooth in there. Everything a little laser Bluetooth. projector at the top. We can make it have it all in one device. Oh, exactly. the, TCL, the TCL everything. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so that's it. So, so the fact, you know, the for for folks of our demographic to get excited about air purifiers is is very interesting, and the fact that it does a great job, you know, it's it's a um, you know a true HEPA air filter, charcoal air filter, uh, UV um, sterilization. So, you know, in this in this age, you know, uh, you you can sometimes see some infomercials overselling what an air purifier will do, um, but everybody wants to make sure what they've got at home is clean air, and this does that. And you know, you joke about that, but I think about silly things like this because, you know, we're tech heads. We love this stuff mm-hmm. and we have an air purifier in the bedroom mm-hmm. and I see where it's pulling the air in from like, well, I can't position it in that corner because if I put the back of it to that corner, it's only going to pull air from this mm-hmm. one area. It's going to work hard to get the rest of the room in there. But you talk about 360 pull in, it, mm-hmm. it, it matters less than where in the room you put it because yep. it's going to be pulling in air from everywhere. So exactly. little things like that actually mean something. Yeah, the subwoofer of air purifiers, put it where you need to. I love that. I love that. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. I'm hijacking. No, I, I, listen. Look, I can go. This, 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 I'm a little bit in in awe here, like with all this stuff. Um, let let's um uh, let's talk about TVs. Sure. Because when we, we sell TVs too, you sell TVs. Yeah, we do that. Uh, number number two in Canada. Not surprised. Every one of my TVs. I swear on my life. This is not. I'm not just doing this because you're here. I would not lie to you. Every TV except for one in my house is a TCL. Also three in my house too. Yes, every single one, uh, and and I rotate them depending on what I want. I've got the high, depending on what we use. Except mm-hmm. I, w- I actually wish I had room for like an eighty-five inch somewhere, but I just I don't right now. Uh-huh. But don't tell anybody that. We'll we'll figure that out when it comes. Yes. Um, <laughs> what is new in 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 TV technology that people are actually using? now because so, a lot of that stuff was from last year so one of the big things that i wouldn't necessarily say is a technology but what's new is big big is new um you know 70 percent yeah, year over year growth of tv screen sizes 70 inch and above um you know i we probably spoke last year about our xl collection yeah uh which is tvs at the time we spoke it was 85 inch screens uh we took the opportunity at ces this year uh to announce the newest member of our xl collection a new 98 inch oh my uh, available god available for purchase as we speak um oh and it's and it's a killer tv it's um you know quantum dot full array contrast control zones um 98 inches built-in subwoofer in the back 
and and if you can wrap your head around the prices of everybody else's hundred inch TVs, uh, we're under eight grand. Wow. Uh, for a 98 inch TV, that'll, um, you know, go toe to toe with some of the best sets on the market. You, uh, you mentioned so, something interesting there, which is the built-in subwoofer. Yeah. Uh, and I, I got to be honest with you about something is that um, I actually, the TV I have in my bedroom now, I believe it's a six series, mm-hmm. uh, 55 or, or 60 yep. inch. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally had a sound bar with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, just because I don't remember what TV I had with, yeah. I actually found myself removing the soundbar <laughs> and just and just using the TV's audio because I found it was better balanced. Uh, it was um, it was better directed at me. Um, overall, everything was better about the sound, and that's not something that people really talk about because. Normally, the larger the order or in TVs in general, sound was like that thing that was thought of last. So people kind of don't really talk about it because they don't want to say anything bad. But that's changed. So that's my wife printing things out with my printer next to me. She's oh, upstairs. whatever. Come and on, I told her I was on barking. Call. Babies are crying. It's all We can't good. even hear it. Thanks, don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, babe. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, again, I, I, I would certainly tell people for the home theater experience, you got to go soundbar. Yeah, you got to go out. Of course. Of course with that. Um, but the fact that you can, you can turn the TV on and watch King and Queens and understand what they're saying. And, and it's not, it's not a distraction uh, from your entertainment experience is good. You know, on our, on our six series on this new 98 inch, you've got separate woofers and tweeters underneath a little subwoofer in the back. Um, and the fact that the TV's uh, a little over seven feet wide, um is is awesome is that all it's i was looking at so i've i'm fortunate i've got a i've got a 75 inch arch up on my armoire uh in my living room upstairs and i'm sitting there it's 75 inch i'm watching i'm like the 98 inch is almost two feet bigger diagonally (laughs) holy crap it's uh and that's and that you know that xl collection all goes back to what we were talking about earlier mark was Movie theaters are closed. Dune came out on HBO Max the same time yeah. it was in theaters. You know, Peacemaker, all this stuff we're talking about is people um, are going out less. They're realizing that um, there are many creative ways to enjoy their sporting events. You know, we're in the midst of, you know, NFL playoffs. And in the past, people, um, you know, wanted to go to games. They wanted to go to concerts. But now, you know, as a, a little side project is the whole cutting the cord thing. Um, you can still enjoy sports. You can still do all this stuff if you if you decide to tell the cable or satellite company uh, to take a hike. Um, yeah. And all this entertainment at home uh, begins and ends. And I keep telling all the enthusiast friends that I have, you know, you, you don't go to the movies. Well, you probably know this because you just went and saw him. But you didn't go see Spider-Man in the movies because the picture was so fantastic. It's that immersive experience that, yeah. you, that you can only get from big. Um, you know, no replacement for displacement as we talk about cars a lot. Although with your new with your new two liter, that might be a different story, Mark. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that it's that immersive experience that you can get with a 98 inch that you can't get with a 65. Um, and some of the really cool things I was seeing about the, the 98 inch compared to remember TVs, even a few short years ago had big bezels on them and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, our um, so one of the statistics I had is our um, even on like our 85 inch even though it's got 70% more screen area than a 65 inch comparing it to like a five or eight year old TV. It's only, it's only about 13 inches wider because there's no bezel anymore. Uh, So you can, you know, you look around, you know, I look, I look behind you, Mark, at that little wall space that you've got. You're like, yeah, that's what you put a TV there. That's uh, and it's all screen. 
Um, you know, there's that, that's one of the great things about it is all you need to do is find a wall you space on the wall. It's a couple inches thin yeah. and you get breathtaking picture quality. Well, that's, See, I, mean, that's I, mean, yeah. I mean, that's also why, you know, the, the popularity of a lot of these LED strips that, that extend Device the lighting. color. Yeah. Uh, it just, it, it it's, it's a, such a small detail, mm-hmm. but it makes it that much more immersive yep. because it yep. bleeds through the whole room. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I was really very interesting that, that, you know, that, 98 introducing i bet you 30 percent of the people i talked to at the booth looked at the 98 inch talked about it kind of you can see them doing the math in the head and they're like yep there's another nail in the projector coffin <laughs> exactly um, you know because you know you know you know i've got a i've got a projector and a screen behind me um but if i tried to watch a movie with the lighting the way it is now it wouldn't yeah, be enjoyable happen. uh throw throw a 98 inch in any room and you're good to go so very very excited to have that be a member of the family um another really exciting thing we talked about um was we are launching our third generation uh mini led backlight um so a couple of years ago if you remember the eight series from a few years ago pioneered uh mini led were the first on the market to have it um you know just last year uh some of the other big boys finally got on board a few were still missing just this past year last month at ces um, a couple of other players finally got on board. So everybody's kind of acknowledging the benefits of the customer mini LED. But while they're on their first generation, we're introducing our third generation, which oh, wow. is called our OD zero. Uh, and what that stands for is optical depth zero. And what that means is the distance between the backlight of the TV and the actual LCD panel has gone from 15 millimeters, uh, which is what a traditional mini LED backlight has, down to zero. So you've got a you've got a, a 10 millimeter thin uh, panel um, in an 85 inch screen size, and you've got oh, wow. tens of thousands of micrometer class mini LEDs, uh, thousands of local dimming zones, really. Uh, breathtaking performance. If, if you're on our US site, Mark, uh, if you poke there, you'll you'll see the OD0 is also an incredible <clears throat> halo piece from a design and statement point of view. It comes with a 25 driver uh, Dolby Atmos audio system uh, oh, wow. built into it. Um, <laughs> the way they show it in most cases is on that incredibly elegant stand, but all that can be broken apart and you can mount the TV on the wall. You can mount that sound bar on the wall. Um, so really a, a showcased piece for us, uh, kind of, uh, I almost envision it as, you know, in, in the car world, every once in a while, Ford will let the engineers build a Ford GT and <laughs> say, go for it. Uh, and this was kind of like our team telling the engineers, uh, build what you can build. And this is what they came up with. It's a really, uh, aside from being a light cannon, uh, it's an incredibly nuanced uh, TV, very excited for it. So we're going to have that. We're going to have some incredible technologies uh, in the world of TVs. If you don't mind me rambling, still, no, 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 no stuff to talk about. Um, not you know, not necessarily tied to model specific this year because we'll find out more as we get closer to launch. Uh, but gaming continues to just dominate the world. Um, I somehow through the through the luck of nature, I must have been a good person in a former life. I finally found an Xbox Series X, so I hooked that. Took me. Welcome to the family. Oh my God, it was unbelievable. It took me. <laughs> It'll, it's I, I I installed it like a week ago. It's still updating, of course. No, it's a, <laughs> um, but that's that's been fun. But the 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 not nece- are are the gamers buying all the high end TVs? Not necessarily, but they're certainly driving the discussion and oh, letting absolutely. all the people in their circle what to know what to get. So uh, with most of our TVs, including the new ninety eight inch we talked about, you've got HDMI two point one, one hundred twenty hertz gaming, uh, ALLM VR, all that great stuff. But one of the things we're introducing this year that's very exciting on our premium um, mini LED TVs is going to be one hundred forty four hertz gaming. 
Oh, wow. Uh, so which PC up until now gamers, yeah. has been, up until now, it's been really, you know, a 32-inch gaming monitor. To be able to get that on a 65, 75-inch, 85-inch screen is, is going to be a, a game changer uh, for the high-end PC gamers of the world. Uh, so we're very excited about that. And the other thing that we're introduced this year, which is my my, I start I went at the beginning of CES, as you probably know, you, you develop your your pitch about this these technologies, <laughs> and I said, all right, I want to be able to explain this technology to somebody in less than two minutes. Uh, the first time I started explaining to it, I stopped after about twenty minutes and said, hold on, let's. Uh, and this technology is called TrueCut. Uh, and the, the little bit of a backstory with, with TrueCut technology you're going to find on our premium TVs this year is up until now, really, the discussion has been for picture quality, color, clarity, and contrast. And those are pretty self-explanatory. Colors, quantum dot, uh, you know, clarity is resolution, contrast is mini LED, local dimming, and all that. Uh, what, but what's been the missing piece of the puzzle that's kind of been a, a patchwork solution up until now has been motion handling. You know, most of the movies that we watch now were shot uh, in a frame rate that was designed at the turn of the 19th to 20th century, you know, 24 frames a second. You know, you get something like Gemini Man at 60 frames, you get The Hobbit at 48 and people go crazy over it. Um, the challenge is how, how people were making their movies and how TVs were displaying the movies. There was no discussion between what happened. So you could do things like have motion interpolation, have the soap opera effect which some users love and some users hate. Yeah, my wife and, hates it. And movie directors generally didn't like it because they would go to watch their movie uh, and look at it and go, that's not how I wanted it to look. So we're, we're working with a company called Pixelworks in a technology called TrueCut, which is an end-to-end -end solution for um, how a TV displays the TV from a motion handling point of view. And the, the analogy that I've made that, that for people that know, know a little bit about it, what you guys know about this stuff helps. It's kind of like Dolby Vision in, in an ecosystem kind of way. When you watch a movie that's in Dolby Vision, it's filmed using Dolby Vision. It's mastered using Dolby Vision. It's sent to Netflix using Dolby Vision. They send it to my TV with Dolby Vision and my TV decodes it. So all along the way, you know how it's supposed to work. With, with TrueCut, it's the same thing from a motion handling point of view. So the movie makers, whether, you know, there's a colorist in the movie, you can almost imagine now there's going to be a, a motionist uh, who's going to say, I want this to have a cinematic look. I want this to have a super hyper smooth look. And it can change all throughout the movie. And that metadata and that look is going to be sent along with the movie. Uh, and, the t and a TCL TV is going to say, oh, it's a true cut movie and turn on. It's not an adjustment. It's not a setting. And it'll make it look the way uh, the director intended which that phrase, the way the director intended has been used with other technologies who basically turn off all the processing of the TV yeah. to give you the director's intent. To me, um, this is just Bruce talking, that's almost like throwing out the baby with the bathwater. Because if you get rid of all the processing, what if you're left with a juddery mess? Because that's how right. it gets to, because, right. because one end isn't talking to the other, you don't know what the outcomes are going to be. With TrueCut, um, working with Pixelworks, and they're already then they're already making movies uh, using this technology. Where it's going, when the TVs come online is when it's all going to come together. So that's um, that's the shortest I've ever explained it. <laughs> this is a, <laughs> it's it's a it's a lot to wrap your head around. Um, it's very it's something very new. We're very excited to be the only ones uh, at the, in the TV side at this point using it. Um, so 
I'll take well, it. You're, you're actually talking about my world because I, you know, starting over you know, for 30 years as a film and television actor, this okay. was my this was my thing for years. Yep. Um, and when you look at it, Bruce, when you look at the technologies that were built into and previous advancements, I use the quote yeah. fingers here, they were really meant to enhance television shows, which is right. what televisions were built to do. Yep. Uh, so now really cinema was left out. We were letting we were letting letting our other devices sort of handle that, whether it was a mm. DVD player and other other devices sort of interpolate the information and then put it out there. So to have a television not just be designed for TV viewing, right. but for film viewing yep. and setting a standard for that, yep. that will allow the industry to say, oh, wait a minute. And I think a lot of this is going to be driven by what everyone's going through today, which is, look, if people are experiencing cinema at home more and more, mm-hmm. we have to empower their devices to really show the movies, the things so, that they're consuming in the home, which they normally wouldn't consume yep. at home. Yep. Like you said, the way the studio, the director intended it, by the way, yep. you needed my cousin Vinny poster there. We'll get into that later. This is, I don't see it in your background. Okay. It's really, it's really bugging me. Uh, yeah, but I anyway, but, I have, but I have my spinal tap poster over there. I can rotate. That's okay later. too. Michael Lutin's <laughs> a good dude. So that's totally cool. But um, so, so really it's really, it, it's pushing, you're right. It, it is an industry pushing sort of experience because Really, we want to experience the things that we're experiencing now at home the way, like you said, the director intended. So having that technology built in is going to be huge. And setting a standard that other, honestly, that other companies will follow is going to be an important thing because that standard, I think, will help the experience at home, which is honestly, a lot of people are going to get used to this and not really want to go to the film, out to the movies as much, which... That's a whole different conversation, right. but I love the fact that at least we can experience it at home. And one little thing I wanted to touch on real quick, which was I wanted to go back because we covered yeah. so many stuff, the sound experience, because yeah. you guys make brilliant sound bars and subs and all the stuff to go with the viewing experience at home. Um, there's a difference between needing a sound bar and wanting a sound bar. Right. And you guys are both talking about two separate things. For Mark and I, we've tested a lot of televisions and because of the way flats, you know, we'll call it flat screen technology yeah. is, the last thing people cared about was the speaker. They didn't want a great right. picture. I'll add the audio later. With TCL, and I'm talking about every TCL that I have in my house, from from a smaller, less expensive model, the sound has been pristine. Mm-hmm. So although if I do want a great cinema experience at home, if I do want to watch any of the Marvel shows or movies that I'm right. watching at home, I do want the soundbar. I do want that surround sound, of course. Mm-hmm. But with TCL, at least you don't need it. Out of the box, you can still hear the spoken yeah. word. You can still hear the dialogue, the sound, the 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 ambient you know, the ambient sound in the movie, which is, which makes the experience better. So I love the fact that although you want it, if you're a big cinemaphile, you don't need it if you're not looking to spend the extra cash to get a TV at home, which right. is a huge yeah. plus for the consumer. Yep, absolutely. So yeah, if, if we want to talk soundbars for just a second, we had some exciting sure. stuff to talk about uh, this year, first and foremost. So uh, a couple of different prongs to the approach of soundbar. Um, you know, with all, all of our existing uh, Roku TV ready soundbars connected uh, with one HDMI cable. And, and my joking pitch is, but what if one cable's too much? Uh, so we, we, we've launched the first uh, true wireless soundbar, uh, TCL uh, Alto R1, that connects wirelessly uh, to any TCL Roku TV. And it's absolutely, if I were exaggerating, I would tell you it's a 30-second install. Because you plug the soundbar in. There's no power button on the soundbar. There's no display on the soundbar. There's no remote in the box. You plug the soundbar in, and essentially the TV says, oh, there it is. And everything pairs up all together. Instantly, all the settings you would normally expect in the soundbar are automatically embedded in the menus of your TV. So oh, you wow. now get bass, treble, surround modes, and all that, um, all automatic. And the only thing you did was plug the soundbar into the wall. Um, so, you know, it's a 2.0 soundbar, you know, 
you, you know, for what that is. Uh, Still, it's great. It'll improve the audio of the TV, gives good uh, stereo dimensionality, good, you know, good, decent sound. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, where, you know, last year, you know, we introduced, you know, our Radiance uh, Ultra 9 Plus soundbar uh, with Dolby Atmos. This year, we're going a step further in that we're going to have a full, you know, 7.1.4 uh, without firing speakers, wireless rear speakers, wow. um, you know, the true, you know, the true immersion, um, you know, as, as about as good as you can get without going with the the whole shebang of home theater receiver and all that. So, um, you know, we're introducing exciting product on both ends of the sound of the audio spectrum. So very, very excited um, in the world of soundbars. What's the biggest challenge with the soundbar? Is it really just the latency, the time, you know, making it's, sure the pictures in sync with the sound? It, it's that, yeah, it's that, um, you know, when, when you get out of the world, if you don't use HDMI, um, then you get in that whole world of lip sync and there's not digital, so it's hard to sync up. Um, and then there's, you know, what, outside, not including our Roku TV ready soundbars is the other, you know, how do I control the volume? You know, as you guys probably know, if you're using an optical connection, there's no, it's not variable out on the TV. So right. I almost, I don't tell you, I almost tell people if you're not going to use HDMI, just use analog out because it's variable. <laughs> you know, the benefits of optical for a lot of people um, don't outweigh the hassle of two remotes. Right. Um, you know, we, we've got a long way towards eliminating that, convenient, eliminating that hassle with Roku TV ready. Um, but it's really making people understand that, that a soundbar installation is not um, what it was even five years ago where uh, it was complicated and it was a pain and it was a multi-remote. And if you had to program the other remote is, you know, with our sets, you just plug it in, it's good to go. Um, so I, that was, I, yeah. No, I'm sorry. One, one, one thing, Bruce, I think yeah. also people don't really realize, and I still find that people, especially auto, audiophiles, hesitate to do anything soundbar related. They want the traditional setup. Yeah. And I don't think they realize, you know, that sound is, when sound is projected well from a soundbar mm -hmm. to simulate those back speakers, to simulate yeah. the, the spatial audio. Yep. I was really blown away by the spatial audio that a soundbar can produce. Yeah. If you've never heard one and you're yeah. just sticking to your guns with that old school mentality, you'll yeah. never know because it's an easy setup, but it really does a great job of producing yeah. an entire room of sound yeah now now that instead of having left center right rear left rear right you've got with dolby atmos this shell casing is supposed to fall three feet left of center you know two feet in front of the screen with you know with object-based tracking there's so much information coming through that a soundbar can can manipulate for back of a, for lack of a better word again to build that sound stage is really really impressive absolutely that's insane. Um, Bruce, I think we've been keeping you quite some time here, but uh, <laughs> uh, listen, we'll have you on every week if you want to come <laughs> and join us. Um, how's the relationship been with Roku? Fantastic. Um, yeah. So just, you know, exciting things that have evolved since we last spoke, um, you know, People know we're the world's largest supplier of, of Roku TVs. Uh, what people might not know is that we are also the world's largest supplier of TVs using uh, Google's operating systems. Um, so the, the part I'm going to lead with is, is the fact that we've really expanded our uh, assortment of uh, TVs using uh, powered by the Google operating system, which has a whole slew of benefits, um, you know, with, with content forward streaming. So you turn on your home screen and because you watched Peacemaker, it said, hey, you watch Peacemaker, you might want to watch Daredevil. Well, 
well, a bad, bad example, but uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's content forward suggestions based on your viewing. Uh, it's Google Assistant built in. It's you know, tell me the traffic, tell me the weather. Who who was that actor? You know, what what was that superhero Ryan Reynolds played? All that stuff that makes Google Assistant fantastic. Uh, control all your appliances. Control your TCL appliances. Um, and then hard stop. Uh, things couldn't be better with Roku. Uh, there's been I've heard a few people say, "Oh, you're going to Google instead of Roku." Couldn't be farther from the truth. Um, you know, every every six series TV launched last year uh, with Roku was 8K. Um, our assortment of Roku goes every year. They're an incredible partner. They offer um, the breadth of assortment and ease of use. And as I tell people time and time again, it, it's very easy to make a simple operating system. It's very, very easy to make a sophisticated operating system. But to marry those two the way Roku does um, is really the, their secret sauce. You know, you can you can set up a, a Roku TV at your parents' house and not worry about that phone call ten minutes later. How do I get to my cable box? It's right there, mom, on the home screen. So uh, things are great. And, you know, they, they continue to push the envelope um, on our 8K TCO Roku TVs. We have, ah, all right, edit that part out. On, the TC, on our 8K TCO Roku TVs, we have the Explorer channels, uh, the first of many uh, 8K, native 8K streaming services. Oh, thank uh, God. Yeah. And the fact that the word on the street is you can stream 8K uh, with the neighborhood of a 50 megabit per second uh, connection. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, people were dreading. Uh, just like when we went to 4K, they're like, I'll never be able to do it. And they found the way to do fiber, it. don't need fiber, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. They can do it. Um, they can do it now with, with a decent connection. You know, if it's right. a dial up, you're in trouble. But for most people, it seems like the base package is now people are offering is a, a hundred plus. Um, you can get incredible 8K content. Plus there's tons on YouTube, um, you know, and that's a, that's a Roku exclusive. So they're continuing to push the envelope uh, in terms of uh, easy to use uh, offerings, uh, for all of our users. So lo loving it. Things are going great. Yeah, no, I'm done, no. Mitchell. I'm out. Other guy. No, like, I can tell you. You hear the normally we're, we're like we're, we're it's exhausting because everything and it's exhausting, Bruce, because all we can think about is the different applications for all the different products that you guys have. Yeah. I, I'm still I'm thinking about okay, if I put that TV here yeah. and I put that sound bar there, the robot will go by. Bruce will track it on his phone. Right. I'll be cleaning the air 20 times per minute with this great. <laughs> I mean, it's like hey, there there's a, a, a breath of you know. But this is really I've got what a question. makes things great. I have what yeah. I have. What I have a question. Right. Mark. Hey, Mark's got something. Um. Uh, interactivity between all the devices. Very cool. I say it's funny. I was just thinking of kind of a 30,000 foot view that I don't know much about, but something the three of us are going to start to research probably over the next year is a, is an ecosystem called matter. M A T T E R. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can fill you in if you need. Um, are you, are you sure? So that's, I don't know much about it, but I understand that's the industry impetus. Cause you know, as an industry, we're infamous for just, not talking to each other, you know, whether it's CEC control or all, all this stuff that just does, the interoperability between the two of them is confusing. Um, with all the ecosystems, the fact that our, and an example, a great thing Roku's doing, the fact that all of our, our Roku TVs will do Alexa and Google and HomeKit yeah. um, are great. The fact that we have Google Assistant built into our, you know, Google TVs, the fact that we have um, a TCL home console on our Google TVs. So just picking up your, TCL Google TV remote, I can hit a button and check the status on my air purifier or my well that and that's what I was actually that's yep. that's what I was referring to was yep. within within the family, yep. they're already talking to each other, right? Oh, so absolutely. Yep. To, okay, the TCL home great. console. And that's just something we launched 
middle of late last year. So it's just in its fledgling stage and we're giving them all sorts of great ideas and they're, they're eager because they want it to be, you know, they want it to be, you know, simple, 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 simple. And, you know, the, Oh, the, the cat, the dog dragged in dirt again. I don't, I don't want to interrupt the, the movie and, and open my phone and Send yell. Send the vacuum there. Get the yeah. vacuum. You can just, with a push button on the remote control, oh, have genius. the vacuum do that zone. Um, there's, there's a fantastic um, interconnectivity between all the product. Bruce Walker, uh, thank you so much for joining us. We'll get into matter in a minute when we get off the air, but uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. <laughs> awesome. Always um, great talking to you guys. We'll put our wish list together uh, for, for uh, Rochelle, and yeah. we'll uh, we'll talk again once we've had some hands-on time. Mitchell, 85 great, inches, that fits somewhere in your house? Uh, you know what? I will make room for TCL. I make the room. Both, both those two doors shut behind you and put the, put it on there. <laughs> Forget a home studio. I need more home theater. <laughs> Bruce Walker, product evangelist over at TCL. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week and every time you join us. It's always a great conversation. Check out, of course, TCL in all your big box stores or check out Amazon.com for all the latest from TCL, including their appliances. On behalf of Bruce Walker and Mitchell Whitfield, I am Mark Aflalo. Thank you so much for being with us each and every single week on Your Tech Report. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. Had all, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.